we are never truly lost. Well, okay, sure. Maybe we get turned around for a few days in the woods where life just feels like it's getting the best of us and everything's going wrong. And I'm Mike Martin, and I've stood right where you're standing, lost, beaten down, like nothing's ever gonna change. And that's why I built this camp. And that's why I'm inviting you to join me and all the members of this wild community. Because you know what, friend? It does get better. So come along with me into the wild and let me show you this awesome, unique skill set that lays within inside of you. With help from the land, we're gonna unlock the steward that's inside each and every one of us that will lead the way out of the darkness and into healing. Here at the Camp of Healing on Project Mindfully Outdoors. everybody welcome back to project mindfully outdoors the campfire sessions and really welcome back to camp i mean here we are on this beautiful summer evening just hanging out around camp taking care of some camp chores and you know i figured i'd take an opportunity to put together another addition to the campfire sessions for you and almost kind of give you a little bit of behind the scenes of what the summer's worth of adventures during the break look like and you know today we're out here at camp just uh like I said just hanging out but this conversation today is one that I was really excited and happy to have the opportunity to put together because uh one of the newest you know relationships that I've had the opportunity to begin to forge for us here at camp is with this super awesome custom gun piece company entitled or called Unique ARs. And it was really cool because one of the guys that's part of the group reached out to me and, you know, they were interested in sitting down and hanging out talking about a bunch of things and I figured you know what let's go ahead and put it together and record it so that I can share it with you guys here and you know honestly it's one of those conversations that yeah we talk about you know guns and all those fun things but we also get down to the root you know the thing that makes us want to get out here into the wilderness and experience just what it is to connect with nature and to connect with mother regardless of what Roger doing and I feel like it's one of those conversations that in our climate today is so important because of all of the controversies you know all everything around gun rights and this and that to just put all that down for minutes and just be human beings and talk about the experiences that we've gained, you know, the life-changing events that not only handling a firearm in a safe and educated manner with a real direct purpose entails, but also just what Mother Nature tapping into that has done for so many people that have come before us and that are here with us and heck that are watching this right now. So on the flip side of this word from our sponsor, I gave you this conversation with Connor from Unique ARs. 
This episode is brought to you by our friends at MyMedic. And as you know, this is a partnership that means a great deal to me because there's so much authenticity within their mission of providing state-of-the-art first aid equipment and putting the power in your hands when those events arise that are so dispowering. Listen, we all love walking around thinking that emergencies will never happen to us. However, my medic was founded on an event that cost their loved one their life because they were unprepared. So don't make the same mistake. Buy now and live later. And when you visit mymedic.com, use promo code Project Outdoors 15 to save yourself 15% on your entire order. So swing over to mymedic.com and use promo code Project Outdoors 15 right now. and we are live so you know Connor this is uh, one of those conversations that we've had some back and forth already and I'm really looking forward to and very excited to not only pick your brain about the experiences that draw you to the wilderness and what you get out of it but also the path that led you to unique AR and also you know what it is that you get out of that sort of a job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to, to talk about it too. Uh, you want me to answer those questions now? Well, no, we'll, we're going to okay. slowly work our way through that because I want to start kind of at where, we, where I started that, that statement. What is it about the outdoors that does it for you? Yeah, so I love like all sorts of different outdoor hobbies and activities. Uh, for me, like it's, it's an opportunity to just be out in nature, uh, get to witness all of like the miracles and, and God's creations here on earth and uh, kind of just rewind, get all of my distractions away from me and just enjoy, you know, life outside. I stay pretty close to a computer most of the day for work and the opportunity to go outside just kind of helps me to get back into reality. <clears throat> That's something that I think we learned growing up is those patterns of how to not only relax and unwind, but also recharge our batteries. And I know for me, I remember being a kid and you know, going out with my grandfather, chasing him on all those outdoor adventures and whatnot, and learning that there's really a connection we're able to build with the world around us by getting out into that vast, wide open space. It almost changes your perspective of how you see yourself. Because as you're going through the concrete world, you know, running the day job, doing this, doing that, you see yourself as being a lot, you almost inflate your own ego because you see yourself as you're able to do this, do that. And you forget about all the other aspects of the world because you have so many distractions around you. When you get out into the wilderness, you take those distractions away and it makes you kind of see yourself without that ego, a lot smaller sort of, lenses i guess you could say yeah for sure uh being outside in the grass it's like you think of all the the different things that occur for this you know this beauty to grow from the ground like waterfalls the grass grows we get to enjoy it uh if you sit down and reflect on it you could think like this is a, mir a miraculous thing uh my wife used to be a medical medical assistant for a while and it's like the miracles that take place every time you take a breath with your lungs breathing in the oxygen taking in the life and everything there uh like so many awesome things happen within our bodies within our minds within nature and the whole world uh like you could just sit there and just be in awe of 
all of this great like creation that we've been able to be part of. Um, I, I definitely agree with you with the ego and like you might think you're all that, but look at this world that we have and like we do pay, play our our role, our small part into this world, but there's so much beauty around us that like we still only know like a very small portion of this world we live in. Uh, there's more to explore. There's more to learn about. And that keeps you humble when there's so much that we don't know about yet that we can uh, kind of challenge ourselves to learn and progress more in. See, I love the way that you put that because you can bring that not only into the wilderness, but you can put that into the concrete world as well. The idea that there's always something new to explore. But you got to be willing to understand that you don't know everything or that you can't, you don't have, I guess, the skill set at the moment to conquer any and every challenge out there. You've got to let yourself let go of that ego and almost see yourself as that's in through that small lens, looking around, being a, being able to pick up a blade of grass or a leaf, touch it, feel it and learn from it. And when you bring those, those things from the wilderness into the concrete world, you're literally opening up a whole new vocabulary that you're able to empower yourself to push yourself in a direction toward whatever goals it is you're trying to achieve while you're here. Definitely. Yeah, the, I, I live in a super small rural area and you can see like, uh, just kind of the example I thought of, you can see like the post office people do their role. Without them, we can get our, like our mail. And that's just a really small thing. But like, and then the other employed people here, we all depend on each other in some way and others all will depend on us. So no matter what small thing we might think we might do, it'll make a difference in somebody's life and others make a difference in ours. So like that, that to me, uh, knowing we're all in this together, we all have a role to play. That helps me feel like more confident in what I'm doing. Uh, you know, even outside of just like gun stuff. Um, if, if I can remember not, not even just like, no, but remember it, like I already know I have value. I can do pretty awesome things and I can help others do awesome things like that can give us confidence throughout the day. Uh, whoever is in your, your realm of, uh, my first thought was maybe stewardship, uh, or, or just in your circle of friends or your family, like you have the opportunity to be a blessing in their life and being out in nature is one of the easiest ways to reflect on all those blessings. So definitely something I really enjoy. It brings to mind the idea of spider medicine. You know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with animal totems at all. However, when you think about the tribe and benefiting each other, being a benefactor, it really works that way because each individual thread of a spider web connects before it branches out. And we do the same thing, you know, in order to benefit and help somebody else, you have to connect with yourself. And that's something that no matter how hard you try to ignore, when you get out into the wilderness, it's right there smack in your face. You know, that invitation to connect with yourself. There's no cell phone service most of the time. <laughs> the distractions are gone. You know, I don't have to worry about the emails or <laughs> even while I'm out there, I don't even have to honestly worry about what's for dinner. You know, everything yeah. is in its place and I'm stepping out of the truck and out of the trails for whatever the adventure may be. So there's that invitation to put your guard down, to look inside, check in on yourself and figure out exactly what it is that you need 
And when you bring those strengths outward, you know, like we talked about how you start to project all these different things that you might not have even known were there. It almost puts you in a new reality because the things that come crashing back at you are so different, but so much of a benefit and so much of a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still just like, man, that, that analogy about like spider webs is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for sharing that. I'm just like, dude, that is so cool. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, uh, like your, your recent point, like, um, I, I feel like a lot of, uh, social media or maybe, maybe not just social media, but like mainstream news, they want everybody to be the same, to do the same, be stuck in an echo cham chamber and like lots of times it seems like they want you to lose hope so you're dependent on them giving you information and like getting away from all those distractions you realize like yeah i guess i don't need the news like try not not listening to any news for a week and realize i didn't miss it not hearing about what sort of things are going on in other areas of the world or or anything like that i was able to enjoy life without the depressing moments like uh, if you get out of your own comfort zone, do different things, uh, go enjoy the real world out there. And, uh, I guess the, the word I keep thinking is like, forget about, just get on with life, get over some of these, these different things people are trying to blast in the news and in the media and just do what makes you feel good and makes you happy. And brings you like joy that's kind of the whole thing just forget about the news go find out what makes you happy i think to jump back into that spider analogy for the minute i think one of the most important factors in there that you actually touched on is if you think about that center point of the spider web it being the idea that you can step outside of that story of self-suffering that gets fueled and compressed by everything within the news and the media and everything's especially social media and you know i i chuckled there for a minute because like i shared with you in the backstory of how this all came together during that period especially the first period of being homeless i didn't have access to tv so i ever since then getting back on my feet i never was able to reconnect with the idea of actually sitting down and watching TV. So it's like this foreign thing to me. Yeah, with doing the, this project and everything, I've still got the social media connection and stuff, but I feel like it's a little bit different because you're able to, if you choose to, you can filter it. You know, you can go strand by strand as you're reaching out for those connections and you're able to decide which pieces you're going to add to yeah. the web if you will for sure yeah like i uh, being in ekrs like all of our stuff is focused on being like a positive optimistic or thought-provoking approach lots of places will like okay so we just need numbers. We just need views. We need subscribers. Let's get everybody mad at each other. <laughs> right. like that, seems, that seems to be so common politically, at least like, uh, I was going to mention some names, but maybe I won't. There are certain groups that their whole thing is about creating contention and anger for them to financially benefit from it. And like, that's that's a really dumb approach like um why not bring people together and then like everybody's able to um you know like build off of our our similarities rather than hate each other for differences uh you know i i, I had one guy that emailed us a while ago um uh, we had a, a custom handguard or a rifle made that was uh it had some nintendo characters and this guy was all upset because he hated that game console and whatever. And 
you're a bunch of losers for having Nintendo on your rifle. And I thought it was pretty funny. Like, I, I loved it. And I eventually got to the point where it's like, well, other people's opinions don't really matter. And if you try to just be positive about it, like, I was able to reply and say, this might not be your thing, but somebody out there really enjoyed this. And I have been able to be happy seeing their creativity. Like, just be okay with other people being different. Like, it's kind of... You see, actually, that really keeps the spider medicine kind of rolling here when I think about it, because that was the part that really drew me to want to work with Unique AR, is the fact that when you think about a spider, most of the time it instills the first response is fear. And... In the climate that we live in nowadays, when we talk about firearms and so on and so forth, it's fear. You know, that is the prime instinct that comes up is let's take these things and, you know, let's burn them. Let's get them out of people's hands. And what I thought was really cool when I thought about it, in fact, it really came to me today, is how with unique ar everything is obviously custom made and you know it's developed off of the creative aspect right which looks at that idea of fear and says hey i understand you're there and i can see why but if you open up that window you can look and see that all those things that are filling that fear that are making you want to stop on that little spider. They're not really true. There's so much more out there. You just have to be willing to, well, essentially backtrack to where we started at the very beginning, humble yourself and bring yourself into the moment and into the experience to see how these things can benefit and really change your life. For sure. Yeah. Like a, a lot of a lot of what we do is looked down upon by lots of politicians lots of large conglomerate companies and it's just kind of sad because it's like uh it, it might not be their cup of tea to own a firearm they might not know how to use it and because they are scared of of what it can do they don't think anybody should have one um uh, but, like, uh, trying to not get too political, but I, I'm still figuring out a way to say it. Like, if if all we do is just ban things we're scared of, like you're saying with the, the spider analogy, like, then no one would ever drive a car. No one would hook up electricity to a house because there's danger there. And, like, people have gotten good at what they do to where they've limited the dangers uh, with the firearm analogy still. I have a safe so my kids don't get into my guns. I taught my kids, like, if you touch your guns, I better be, or my guns, you better be around. I do have a couple where it's like, this this is Bear's gun, and this these are my daughter's guns and my wife's gun. Uh, so they, they do have their own, and they know, like, there are rules, just like every responsibility increase. Um, same with driving or, or owning any sort of property. Uh, but so many people just, like, uh, I give up, and you can't have it either, rather than accepting the challenge to understand these things. Well, you know, I've shared numerous times on the show my story about how I discovered meditation. And when we talk about some of the benefits that come from actually doing and engaging in these things, you know, my idea of meditation was laughable and something that I would never would have engaged in based on the fact that I thought it was a Buddhist monk and you'd have to shave your head, take a vow of silence <laughs> and go, hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know, for hours and hours on end. <laughs> and, you know, I was in a counseling session one night at the very beginning of my journey. And still on very shaky ground, you know, had I stepped one way to the left, I probably could have 
at another suicide attempt or whatever. But after I got out of that session, me being an archery guy, went out back, grabbed my crossbow, started shooting, going, wait a minute. We were just talking about breathing. We were just talking about slowing thoughts. I'm meditating with this bow in my hand. Oh, yeah. You know, if that bow was exchanged for a firearm and those firearms were taken away from us, I never would have had that life-changing moment. You know, I never would have put two and two together and built a practice that, I, you know, I credit for saving my life. And these are the kind of things that when you step outside of fear and you leave yourself open to exploring the unknown or even just touching something you don't understand in a safe manner, those are the the kind of life-changing moments that are out there. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I do definitely like 100% agree. Like you can find ways that'll relax your mind. And like, I, I will tend to just space out and assemble, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty big into like uh, the Glock customization make a gucci glock or whatever uh but i've noticed it's not even like only the end product is why i build guns uh i love working with the machinery with like i've I got a little hobby mill where i'll i made a few barrels and it's like oh wow let's put it together it's so fun and whatever but then you sit back and you look at it, it's like uh especially with a barrel mind a barrel in mind i am just kind of redesigning some of the the natural elements that I happen to have like a small understanding of and creating something I am proud of in the end. I can I can just kind of space out, focus on doing a good job, getting that sense of satisfaction after you know this project comes together and realizing like, yeah, I have skills. Like nobody can tell me like I I can't do this certain thing because I've done it. I have I've grown to, I'm not an expert, but I've grown to be pretty good at it. And I'm confident in my ability to do this thing. Now that I know how to do this thing, I'm sure I can accomplish some other hobby, career, whatever you want to choose. Uh, like with, with how I got here with uh, Unique ARs, I first started um, as, I'm actually a, still a dealer, and so I, I sell some of the stuff because I had a lot of customers local that would see the guns I'm putting together. I tell them about like how excited and proud I was of these products. And then they would say, well, I want to have that feeling. I want to have something I am proud of something that represents me. Um, and we'd, we'd find a way together to be able to share these things we've learned. Both of us would benefit from, uh, you know, something that a company was willing to take the time to make unique enough as you are unique and like now I now I can't stop. I love that feeling of accomplishing, uh, you know, putting a build together, learning new tasks, or even just getting better at what I, I currently know because we can always improve. I think that is like the most beautiful hands-on approach and example of discovering really self-value and self-worth based on taking the steps and the initiative to actually try something you know whether it's something a hobby within the concrete world or it's going out on some kind of epic adventure you know you get this idea within yourself that hey i might be able to do this i'd like to do it and you're full of self-doubt when you first start you know i know i've been there and i'm sure there's countless people that have also been there throughout history where those first couple of steps are really shaky and as you start to move one foot in front of the other you realize this isn't so bad i can do this hey wait i'm pretty proud of myself right now and you know whether it's being in the firearm world gunsmithing it's in the field it's at the day job within the concrete world 
building Legos, even playing video games, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. you know, that's the cool thing is we all have these tools at our disposal to propel ourselves forward and not only uncover our best version of ourselves to interact with our world and to write our story, but also to continue building that dictionary that holds the vocabulary that we're writing our journey from. Yeah. And, and it's our job to keep the pages going. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I remember hearing a, a, a different, it might've been a YouTube uh, video where this guy was like, I, I I got into slingshots and then I couldn't hit what I was aiming at and I, I felt really awful because all these videos made it look so easy and I, I underestimated how challenging it could be. <laughs> and this guy over his, it was a pretty short video, over his time just like kind of venting, I guess you would say, he realized like, well, I've already got the thing. Why would I give up if I'm already you know, started? He's, he's got the hard part done. He has this thing he needed to acquire to do this hobby. Uh, like we're already here. So we might as well try to enjoy each each day. Uh, like there's, there's the kind of cliche thing, like you learn something new every day. And you could probably say you've learned something new like almost every hour or if almost faster than that. Like if you're, if you're watching and observing observing uh, someone else with them showing you their skills you learned a whole bunch of things in a very short time frame and like one day we can all have that same wisdom as like uh my my wife's grandpa is he built homes he was a firefighter in nevada uh, around the las vegas area so he's worked hard he's done all these things i know very minimal sort of carpentry stuff this, it's like a tiny portion of what he knows. Uh, but him sharing that knowledge with me gave me a, a little bit of a head start. So that's now uh, built a, a spark of interest in me. Uh, not not totally sure where I was going with that, but uh, that the thought kind of is sort of building up in my mind that if we are on this journey and it's our job to keep it going, Another thing that can help you feel satisfaction and enjoy in your life is helping someone else along in their journey. If we're all pulling the same wagon together, it's going to work out a lot better. And uh, kind of the, the story with two oxen can pull a wagon more than just double of what their their uh, weight is or their like one can pull this mount and the other can pull another. The two of them are more exponential when combined than just mathematically just double. Uh, so find someone that you can yoke to and that can help you along and vice versa. You can help them too. It's the idea within a tribe, you know, Yeah. not only just actually having a role and having a purpose, but once you've got that purpose within you, in fact, uh, what comes to mind is, and I'm probably going to butcher the story because I do every single time, but there, there was uh, a story about, finding purpose and you know th this guy was born to his parents and throughout his life he was just kind of normal you know he was just there you know he was never invited to join any warrior tribes he never never got an eagle feather anything at all and in fact it was later in life that he finally won a wife and before that you know his mom and all the other women were kind of worried that he would never even find a wife. He did. Together, they had a daughter. And he thought maybe, you know, just bringing her into the world was his purpose. But inside, he still felt alone. And he would go off and he would hunt by himself and just spend time on the land and exploring. And one day, he came back from one of those trips to find that most of the men had left camp to go on a war raid and in fact a couple hours after he got back a scout came back and said you know there was a rival tribe rival war party coming to raid their camp and all that were left were just some boys and a few old men and then this guy and then of course the women and children 
Now, obviously, a war party coming into camp, they didn't stand very good odds. And, you know, women, children, old people can only move so fast. So they really didn't have the option of running either. However, because he knew the land so well, he knew these different trails that they could go to, and he knew about this ravine. And he led them there. It took him a day to, to hike up there and get set. And ultimately, the war party caught up with them. But because this ravine was so hard to climb, they were able to repel them. And when the, the war party finally left, they realized, hey, this was this guy's purpose. To know the land and be able to help us when we were in trouble. And ultimately after that, he received a new name and was honored and so forth, so on and so forth. His name became Good Trail because not only did his life take this new turn and the trail was good, but by knowing all the good trails, he could help. He was able to be a part of, you know, where the part where the tribe was going to migrate and so on and so forth. So it's kind of like we go through all these different tests, trials, and aspects of life. We're supposed to be testing ourselves. That way we're able to prepare ourselves and also look inward and question ourselves in a way to discover that purpose and then be ready when it's our turn to act. Yeah. That was an awesome story. I'm I'm still just like yes, like that, <laughs> that could be turned into like a multi-episode series. I am sure of it because that's something like everybody can learn from that that example. Uh, I I've I've been in a situation before where it's like I don't know if the, I will get past the spot. Like I felt like I had sort of plateaued in life. Uh, like things were good. But, like, I'm not this guy. So-and-so makes more money or so-and-so has a bigger pickup. And I am competitive enough that that still hurts my feelings sometimes. <laughs> or so, so-and-so has, uh, you know, some fame or, or whatever. Um, and it is natural just to be like, I'm not like the other people. And, and think it might be a bad thing. But re in reality, it's like, you're not just like everybody else. Nobody is just like everybody else. Like... Everybody is physically different. Everybody is like mentally, emotionally, uh, like knowledge, everything. We're all different for a reason. Um, you know, if, if we all thought the same thing, like there wouldn't be any challenge to our, our minds or our, our thought processes and no one would grow. We'd all just be stagnant for forever. Uh, if uh, I, don't, I don't remember if you mentioned the name for this, this Native American guy, but uh, if uh, was a good trail was what he ended up being. Yes. Uh, if he hadn't felt like maybe I can do more, I can be better, I can improve, then he might have just sat in, in the tent and dwindled away. Uh, I, I do feel like it is a natural and even God-given uh, feeling to want to grow, to want to progress. Um, it, it might just be something uh, kind of like innate that's put inside of us to make sure we are still moving forward throughout our whole life. Or it, it might just be a natural, like I might have mentioned it before, but it might be just a natural desire to create and to grow. And uh, most of society now doesn't give you all those opportunities that you can to grow and create and do things as you can out in nature, out doing a hobby, physically doing something, uh, taking part in all the creations again. Um, I, you know, I feel like in my life, I've had a bunch of experiences where I might've also thought that I didn't quite reach my potential. And it is good to, to keep in check, like, are these things that like you're you're receiving some sort of inspiration on or are these things you just heard someone else say and that's like stuck in the back of your head because like you got to find if it's a it's a good thing or just something you just totally ignore if if someone from the news said something and that's sitting in the back of your mind 
probably not that important. <laughs> You're right. And, you know, it's one of those things, especially when you think about being in Good Trail's foot, you know, footsteps and his moccasins before uh, he ended up doing that. And you bring it into the concrete world nowadays. It's almost like an underdog story. Because here, here we are going day by day. You know, we're, we're doing what we got to do. Maybe to the outside world, it feels like we're killing it one day or, you know, we're just doing ex- exponential at it. However, in our own eyes, we feel like we're not doing a, a whole lot. We're just kind of there. You know, we're not really acknowledged by a war tri- a war party or we don't have the eagle feather to daunt around camp and whatnot. We're just doing. But in reality, when you step outside of the motion, you got to keep in mind and realize the fact that you're sharpening those skills. You know, the way that Good Trail was actually becoming so intimately connected and knowledgeable of the trails that nobody else knew that that one specific trail led up to that ravine and would be, you know, just less than a day's hike, even with the slowest, you know, mover in the tribe, they could, they didn't have to leave anybody behind or make those sacrifices because he sharpened those skills. And I think that's something that we all do on a daily basis. We just don't give ourselves credit for it. You know, it's almost like uh, getting caught up in that story of self-suffering. We like to look at things and say, he's got a bigger truck. I'm not doing something right, you know, or whatever the case may be. Instead of saying, hey, he might have that truck, but what I have right now is uniquely prescribed for me. And even though I'm jealous of that truck and the truck I'm driving might be beat up and whatnot, there's somebody else out there that's jealous of that beat up truck that I'm getting in right now and driving down the road. You know, so it, it's all about perspective and bringing yourself to be grat- grateful for what it is that you have and realizing that, you know, one day that beat up truck is going to be gone. So you may yeah. be in a better place where you can get the bigger truck that you're drooling over and having big, big eyes over right now. It's a matter of one step at a time and just really enveloping yourself into that specific moment yeah uh like it's it's kind of funny like thinking about it's like i don't really have like much to complain about really like i have enough for what i need i i have found something that i can contribute to uh like but it's just like it's very funny to be human nature just to be jealous of things and I, i don't know if it's the same with everybody. Like I, I know I often like my first thought that I have pop into my mind, like I probably shouldn't say that I shouldn't think it, but <laughs> my, my initial angry response when a, a kid breaks something, which happens so many times. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, it does. Right. Like all these things are like, Oh man, just, you just, uh, like your, your idea with meditation, like you can, you can just meditate real quick about it. Like it's not a big deal like this, this thing's broken. It's all good. Um, I, I do kind of joke about my pickup because I, as much as I would love to have a big old truck, that thing, like, like you're saying, that is my old reliable. It has been there for me. It's, I, I think only a couple years younger than I am. So it's not only been there for me, like I bought it used. Um, it was an old farm truck. It served its purpose fantastically. Um, you know, it too was that it's, it's, uh, brand new state back then um it used to be the coolest thing around when it was first created and if if all you look at is like well right now it's got a a cracked bed or a rusty bumper whatever um you forget about like all the the cool story parts of it or like the characteristics built into this this awesome fun old cheap truck (laughs) like like yeah, you know how I got that big old dent in that front bumper? Yeah, we went off road and we found a rock we didn't know was there. <laughs> it was a fun time. It was a challenging time. All of these like experiences and and the the 
variety of life that we experienced in that pickup is way more valuable to me. And like, you can have joy with all of your, your, well, joy with the people you are with in anything that you're doing. Uh, the times I, I think back of my fun experiences is because it was my family. I just, and I taking that old pickup around, uh, driving out in the middle of fields and shooting clay pigeons or whatever. And, um, like any, any time that I think something that's like, like jealousy or, or anger or, um, I guess maybe feeling left out or that, that sort of stuff. Like if I just sit there and think about it a little bit longer, something good comes in that reminds me like, yeah, you, you have nothing to really be jealous about. You've got all the stuff you need. Uh, I'll kind of go back to like my, my journey with getting with unique ARs. Like I had a job where I was actually making pretty good money, but I was working, you know, 70, 80 hours a week. And I would, I would kind of see like the grass was see grass was greener on this other side for some other jobs. But I really enjoyed just kind of tinkering with the custom handguards, putting them together. Like, like even though I, I had all the stuff I I financially needed, I was missing something that kind of made me tick. Uh, so I realized like all the the worldly things, all the stuff that's kind of like vain or or whatever that I might have thought would bring me happiness, having a bunch of overtime added to my check or whatever. Um, I had prioritized the wrong things and that was driving me into more of like a depressive state where it's like, I thought this was supposed to make me happy having an extra, you know, extra check in the month or whatever. Um, I ended up switching from that job, trying to find a better work and life balance, something where I could be outdoors more. Now I, I have a, there's a field behind our house here where I have a pretty nice opportunity to put a gun together, go test fire out back. My, my two-year-old son loves the loud boom of, of any of the rifles really. And, uh, like we can kind of enjoy the moment more when I'm not working all the time. And with unique ARs, it actually feels even less like work. Like I enjoy it. Uh, I sometimes forget that I'm actually like locked in i'm still doing cool gun stuff like it's it's awesome uh you can you can find different things in your life where like you can easily forget about the stuff that you used to think mattered but this matters to me just so much more now you know that's when i think about that i think that really ties in beautifully to not only that spider medicine that we were talking about but it also ties into the idea a good trail you know because you've got to walk these different trails and you've got to fumble your way around and still develop this ability to bring yourself back into a moment and to humble yourself to go all the way back to the beginning of this conversation you know and i think about one of the greatest lessons that i gathered those skills out of was picking up a copy of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. You know, here's the most powerful man in the world at his time. He was the emperor of Rome. But yet, within this book, in fact, it was a book that was never intended to be published, he's constantly reminding himself of these exact same simple principles that we're discussing right here, right now, is to love yourself and give yourself that space to understand what it is you have in this moment is prescribed, you know, exclusively for you. You know, it is uniquely yours. So take it, treasure it, and learn how to build upon it so that the next moment is even more meaningful. And, you know, to take it, that lesson into, into the woods, and you look at, say a raccoon how the raccoon comes out and he's constantly looking 
for the next thing that's going to not only feed him, but also enhance his experience, you know, enhance his ability to survive and enjoy it. There's no story around that. There's no, hey, I've got to find the biggest tree there is. It doesn't matter to him. You know, he's got to find simply a tree to, to sleep and to hide. You know, right. that is that is it. The rest of that stuff is something that's unique to us. The ability to put a story on it. You know, we say, hey, Stapleton the Little Raccoon has got the biggest <laughs> tree because he is the dominant raccoon. No, Stapleton yeah. the Raccoon found that tree because that was just the easiest tree to get into <laughs> in order to sustain himself for the next day. Right. <laughs> and there's there's a pretty good uh, chance that little trash panda found some shiny object in the garbage, lost track of time, and then was like, oh, dang, I got to find somewhere to sleep. <laughs> exactly <So> it. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's all, all part of the journey. You might find something that you really enjoy and just like you lose track in time of time and you just enjoy it more and uh, just kind of take things one, one day at a time. And I often feel like as, as my, my, I like, I have some interests that like, I probably will never not be interested in, <laughs> but there's always something where I was like, Oh, I didn't know about that. Like that's, that's really neat. And now I just want to learn more about it. And I have something new that, excites me like makes me excited to go wake up in the morning and be like i'm gonna go learn about this thing you know and that's where i was gonna go with it is that shiny thing that stapleton finds <laughs> off in the trash there it becomes that fuel to start to build the next thing in your camp that is going to make being there <coughs> enjoyable yeah yeah you can you can take something back and uh, like if you're big into sports or anything and like, I, I know a bunch of guys where they're like in high school sports is all that matters. And they got all these trophies and all these things. It's like, they're, they're super proud of the trophies. Um, and I have, I have a friend who is like a, a school teacher locally where he's got dozens of like championship awards, won the championship in first place like dozens of them. <laughs> and I was asking him for one of our boys camps, like what sort of, what sort of things have you learned in his competitive shooting career that applies to his, his normal life? And a few things he's talked about was like, I am more happy. Like, not only do I have all these like championship trophies and they're up on my wall for everyone to see. Uh, but I have learned that if I find something I'm interested in, something that I can get good at, or at least adequate at, and then I can bring somebody else into this this thing that excites me, and it like spread that joy and excitement to others. Uh, that's what now he's he's gone from just the trophies to the future, the the kids he's training, the advice he's able to share, uh, the lives he's able to to impact, uh, like. I could imagine one of these raccoons could be like, you know, I'm going to pick up this shiny thing because this will be so fun when my little baby raccoons can see, you know, I found a spoon. Like, a spoon can make some animal happy. It can make my kids happy. Like, you can take joy in the small little things and, um, like, you just got to keep your eyes open and be willing to kind of take, uh, take the cards you're dealt with and find whatever can bring you some joy. I think that is how the basic vocabulary that we start writing a story really gets passed down. You know, I mean, that yeah. shiny spoon going back to the den, whatever, is a prime example of how we got to where we are. Yeah. So this has been a great conversation. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. I'd love to hook up and do this again sometime soon. But oh, you bet. Before I let you go, you've got to let people know about Unique AR as well as how they can get in touch with you guys and get some stuff crafted. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have a website, uniquears.com. 
Um, we have a few different social media platforms up, uh, real, period, unique, and I think period again, ARs. Uh, if, if you Google custom AR-15s, we are one of the top to show up. And essentially what we do is manufacture custom handguards, custom rifles, custom pistols uh, in the AR platforms. And we definitely understand like not everything that we make is going to be for everybody. But we can make custom guns, unique kind of guns, or you can get your handguard and put up to upgrade your old rifle or whatever. And you can, with unique ARs, make things your own. You can make, put your spin on it, make things how you want it, make it into something you're proud of, make it into something unique. And uh, if you wanted to message us on any of the social media platforms or go to uniquears.com, uh, use the contact us page there. We'd be happy to help. You could, you could throw any sort of idea. For example, you want to have, <laughs> I can't remember her name now that I think about it. Um, she's from Batman, the, the Joker's girlfriend. You, uh. you, can, you can put whatever you want on an AR handguard and we can design it up for you, show you the image of it, and then Harley Quinn. And you too can have a rifle with Harley Quinn, Nintendo people, the Grim Reaper, like Spartans. You can do whatever. It's, it's up to your imagination and we can help you get it. I got to throw it out there because it's my favorite gun on the website, the Hogginator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you are looking for something to do and you have some extra time, I will warn you in advance. I got so distracted in a good way. Go to Unique AR's gallery page. You can see all sorts of the cool stuff someone else had. Like, there, yeah, so many varieties. There's, I, I don't know if, 30 or 40 custom designed guns on there that you can see there is no gun like that out there you can have one just like it not really just like it but like one that's so unique that no one else has it uh it's it's really a, a joy just to to kind of glean off of other people's creativity see the finished product that that they designed and we just machined it for them I think that is actually one of the coolest and most unique ways to put your own personal touch on a hobby that you love and are so passionate about. But hey, brother, thank you so much for doing this. This has been amazing. Oh, it, it has been my pleasure for sure. Uh, I, I do work with computers a lot, so I know sometimes I... I have hard times saying words, so it's been awesome to talk to a human yeah. <laughs> and to hear your experience. Like your experience is awesome, and, and your story sharing that with all of us has has been a, a blessing for me. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Likewise. That is it. That is all. And that is the end. We have reached the end of yet another edition of the Campfires Sessions here at Project Mindfully Outdoors. I want to thank you for joining me here at camp today. And I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with Connor. You know, like I said, it's whether you're a member of the outdoor space or not, you have to acknowledge that getting out here into the wilderness 
in doing these things is something that propels a person to greatness within the concrete world. It's a place that we can get out and we can overcome whatever it is that's holding us back. And, you know, sometimes it requires tools to get out here and do these things. Whether they're controversial within the current, the climate of the current moment or not, you know, it all goes hand in hand. Throughout history, there's been advancements and this is where the path has brought mankind as a part of really taming the world to be more more adaptive and more comfortable for us. You know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's ugly. Regardless of what the subject matter is, everything that you put in your hand, everything that you put in somebody else's hand, can be good or it can be bad and it's a matter of education and it's a matter of perspective that really really drives home which direction that ends up you know there's a saying by sitting bull that I really feel sums up that argument and you know it's the idea that there's two wolves within the within the, the camp. One wolf is good and one wolf is bad. But the question is, which wolf will win? And the answer, the answer is which one we choose to beat. Now, yeah, it's a messy, sticky subject. But I feel if more work and effort and time was put into education and not just taken for granted, there would be much, much more healthy strides made. So on that note, my friend, go ahead and get out in the wild, live the experience, because that's where the stillness and the adventure lies. See ya. Hey friend, it's Mike. And before we get out of here, I want to take one final opportunity today to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of this journey. And I want to invite you to join us at Basekid over at projectmindtheoutdoors.co. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate you sign up for the newsletter. That way you don't miss out on any special articles meditations or really expansions upon what you're hearing or seeing on the podcast so swing over to projectmindtheoutdoors.co there's never any pressure never any spam and you can cancel any time so please feel free to swing over and check it out until next time we'll talk soon